0: Hey everybody. I'm Spencer. That's our licensed clinical therapist, Nazir. Yeah, boy. And this is the Different Spectrums Podcast. Welcome. All right. Uh so first of all, please subscribe to our page down below. Right there. Hit that follow. Hit that subscribe. Hit that like. Do all of it. Um we're a podcast talks about mental health yes believe it or not um we also like to make some jokes so you know don't take us too seriously but you know give us some leeway
1: still pay attention
0: yeah we're serious but then we're also like assholes so yeah give us give us a little leeway there yeah um so today we were taking a look at a scene from or a couple scenes from shazam
1: Shazam. Kazam?
0: Yes. Shaq, where are you?
1: (laughs) I am am. (laughs) Kazam. As a fat kid growing up, that was awesome because it was cheeseburgers falling out of the sky. Believe
0: me, when all the candy bars and everything was coming down from the sky, I was in heaven. I was like, why can't I get this?
1: I could feel the diabetes hitting me in the head.
0: (laughs) Why can't I find a stereo with a magic genie in it?
1: I'm telling you. Yep. One day. All right.
0: Um. So, first scenes that we're going to be taking a look at, um, it's all about being worthy or not. Or not being worthy. There you go. Um, So one of the first scenes that we're going to watch is where um, the bad guy, he goes and technically he's in his car and then he gets flashed into this Coliseum not colosseum, like a cave, I guess. Temple? Cave with an old man. Doesn't Lair. sound good once you say it, but you know,
2: it yeah. happened.
1: Well, Lucre- you just um, said he got flashed, so Yeah. He got flashed got by, flashed an, old by an old man in a cave. Wait a minute. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. This is the um, wrong show. <laughs> um, That's our Patreon. Well, Please subscribe.
0: Um those that couldn't see me, point my fingers. All right, here we go. Um So he talks to this magical man who has powers and he's only going to give his powers to those who are worthy. Yep. Pure of heart. And so, um, turns out he's not worthy. And so he spends the rest of his life, um, trying to find out why he wasn't worthy and gets his revenge. You know, dedicated as some would say, um, and of course, we flash forward to when we have our young antagonist and our protagonist. Protagonist. The big words. Know. English take is terrible for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he finds out
1: he is worthy.
0: He is worthy for the powers of Shazam. The champion. The champion. Same idea. And uh, yeah. We're gonna taking a look at a couple more scenes. Uh, but like I said, we're talking about worthiness. Um finding your place in the world, being evil, I guess.
1: <laughs> if we're being honest, he's also one of the sexiest motherfuckers there are. Is he? He is. Is he? I've had a man crush on him for a long time. Which one? The bad guy. Oh. I gotta look up his like, name. He was in um Kingsman. The he's Kingsman. Good. He's in a few other movies yeah. before that, too. He always oh, yeah. gets these small roles. He's a very good actor.
0: Very good. He's, he's very. He's a very good feature act. You know? Yeah. Even though he's I bet British. he has some like starring roles, but he's a good feature act. Yeah. Anyways,
1: this is here. Anything before we get into the clip? Psst. You hit it uh, perfectly. We're going to talk about worthiness. We're going to talk about some all types of different insecurities and different things going on. Vengeance. We just touched on Vengeance Namor last week. So I think we're going to hit back on that a little bit more. And then we're going to talk about, hmm, I almost said something inappropriate. Seeking out our vengeance. This one specifically on our parents. Oh, good. Boy, well, he kills his dad, so. Oh, <laughs> I do not condone that. Alert. <laughs> yeah. Spo- spoiler alert. Yes, Spoiler. Jesus. All right, Nick from New Girl. All right, let's get <laughs> to the scene. <laughs> woo I'll take Nick
0: any day. woo
2: Yes, Savannah.
1: Who are you? How do you know my name?
2: I am the last of the council of wizards, sworn to protect the realms from the seven deadly sins. But years have passed, and I grow weak. That is why I seek a champion to inherit my magic. You want me to do magic? With this, all my powers will become yours. But first, you must demonstrate that you're pure of heart and strong in spirit. He lies. Don't be his champion. We can give you power. Take the eye. Your father thinks you're weak. Show him your power. of hearts can resist their temptations. For you, you will never be worthy. Hello, sir. How may I help you?
1: Hi, sir. Sir, you can't go in
2: there. Excuse me, you, you cannot get in there! Sorry I'm late. Dad, ah, this is for board members only. I'm aware of that, Father. Now, that night, in the car, I swore to you I saw something, but you never believed me. So much easier to blame me, wasn't it? And say that if I hadn't screamed that night, you'd still have your legs. Well, now I have proof. That's enough, Thad. Dear Sid, you think? You know, even before the accident, you belittled me. Don't make me throw you out of here, Thad. You don't need to make a scene. Oh, brother, the scene has only just begun. Ask that if you can throw me out. What? Ask the ball if you're man enough to throw me out of this room. (laughs) <laughs> Let me spoil it for you. Outlook, not so good. I've come here during this season of giving to give you what you deserve. Crying other people all the time. What sin best befits you, Father, hmm?
1: I'll give you everything.
2: Money. The company, you want the company? There it is. Reed, do you honestly think all this material you've accumulated amounts to actual power? This is power, more than you ever had, more than anyone has. There is one more powerful. The wizard found his champion. Kill the champion before he learns his true potential, or he will defeat you. Show me where to find him. I dedicated my life to getting here. I scoured the earth. No one believed me. No one helped. Not the wizard, not my family. I get it. I get what that's like. Feeling like you're all alone in the world. Stan. Feeling like there's that one thing, and if you could just find it, then you'd finally be good enough. Stan. The champion's name. Say it. Fence, mister, but I don't think these things have your best interest at heart. Don't listen to this child. Take the staff. Hold it and say the champion's name. They're using you. You have to see that, that they are using you. Say your name. His name is Captain Sparklefingers. <laughs>
0: And we're back, folks. Welcome. Uh, so, before we get into it, please subscribe down below. Huh? Yes, yes. Right Where he's right pointing. Those long-ass nails.
1: I know, it's too um, long. I need to cut it.
0: Yep, Spotify. He has fucking tiger claws for nails. Jesus.
1: You got a little danglies.
0: Don't cut somebody with that shit. I swear, when we were playing basketball a couple times, he cut me. I was like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Ow. It looks like uh, Joker uh for the nuggets. He's always torn up from like oh. people's fingernails. It's bad.
0: Oh wow. All right, fair enough. Yeah.
1: All right. So we're gonna deep
0: deep dive into these scenes. Had a mild stroke there. Whoops. Um <laughs> uh so first scene that we see. Um, Thaddeus gets transported to the temple, like I said before. Um now when we break down this scene, mm. uh we see that the seven deadly you good? You good homie? All right. Seven deadly sins are there. And uh, they're kind of pushing him towards uh being evil, evil. Um also he has a very
1: tumultuous 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 stroke
0: very bad relationship uh, with his dad, who also played Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville. So he has a good grip on being a shitty dad.
1: Oh, it's good. A to know. Shitty dad. You typecast as being a bad white father? That's good. Pretty much, yeah. That's his job now. Um, and so
0: so now the Deadly Sins, um, talking to him, saying how his father was pretty much right on what he was saying and how you're weak and you can't do this. And so they're pushing him towards taking this eye, even though it's a test of him uh, seeing if he has the will to be purely good. And um, obviously he fails and then he gets transported back into his car where he's not worthy. Um, Yep. He makes a good point at the end of the movie where he goes, I, I, like, I'm a child. How am I supposed to make that decision? Like, of course, I'm gonna go with like, I want power and stuff. Like, I don't I think obviously 99% of people are gonna fail that test, gonna fail it. Um, and then kind of, um, we're gonna jump forward with uh, Billy. Um, he gets his power. So, the whole backstory of Shazam is um, Billy who is. Left at a carnival By his mom
1: Jesus and, Christ
0: No, nah, no, nah, that was pretty bad um, And throughout his life He's just trying to find her um, So he's going from foster home To foster home Because um, he doesn't really want to Stick with any of these families Even though they might be good yep. um, He doesn't want to stick with any of them Because he's just trying to find his mom And then, you know, have a family with her um, And so Then he finally meets his new family. Um, They have a a whole list of characters in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he finally jumps into actually liking them a little bit. Takes him a while, but he actually starts to actually like them. And um, then he finally gets to meet the champion as the seven deadly sins get broken out. And... um, I wonder if if the se- the seven deadly sins were there, if he would also fail in that, Correct. because they were gone at that point. Right? I also and, feel like
1: it was the last chance and last hope, so I think that the dude was going to pick him no matter what. It is what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. And so he was going to be the champion. He does. Says Shazam becomes this big superhero. Um, yeah, I mean, let's take a look at the first scene. What... What do you think about when you saw this first scene? What did you think about?
1: Uh, The first scene with with the champion, right? And so I was like, I said the same thing too. Like, that'd be a tough situation for a young kid to pick something you just, you probably think that you're schizophrenic after you just you were just driving in the car and now you're there. I don't know how anyone could make a logical choice. Then you got these little demonic gargoyles, like Speaking to you, true. And then you immediately get told you're unworthy. Reminds me of the Thor scene that we did a long time ago, where he strips yes. some of his medals and everything. You're unworthy of my that love.
0: Was also different because he, he he did some pretty stupid things.
1: Yeah, he did. He right? did some dumb stuff.
0: And he wasn't really as young as him. Like he was in his twenties yeah. probably when yeah. that happened. It's a grown probably, he's just man like, child. Ten.
1: Yeah, this kid was tiny. Uh, I think it was like the, as that moved forward, he's like, but wait, I'm worthy. Wait Mm -hmm. in the car. And then technically the accident happens. His dad gets paralyzed and all that stuff. And his brother's like, you piece of crap. And thus starts the cycle of him going down this rabbit hole, finding the eye. Right. Uh, I think it was a good origin story, Mm -hmm. uh, I think I was kind of surprised that he ended up being the bad guy. I think, you know, I thought he was going to be the champion when I first saw it. Uh, and then, you know, lo and behold, you know, he's the bad guy and like the mad scientist. Uh, there's some ways to therapize it. And we'll get into that after this, uh, your thoughts Hmm. on the scene.
0: Honestly, like I said, it's, it's more of, you're not going to be able to, especially at that young age, like you're not going to be able to make that decision. Um, I'm surprised he even kept his sanity at all, right? Throughout like I will say I give him a lot of credit because he was very determined to find, <laughs> to
1: find determined. this
0: guy. <laughs> he was very determined. It's he was like, I'm finding him and I'm getting my revenge. Yep. Like pays off. Um, but yeah, it it's tough because it's like he's such a neurotic. Guy, like he, he literally throws his brother out of a window. That's
1: I forgot yeah. about that. And when so, when I rewatched watched it this weekend, yeah. I was like, Damn, yeah,
0: he, he didn't even ass think ass about it. 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 He was <laughs> like, Well, <laughs>
1: throw
0: his ass out.
1: Side note, I went and bought an eight ball, a magic eight ball, after <laughs> I watched this movie for the first time, like, and whenever it came out. And so, I've got yeah. it, and that damn thing's broken, it yeah. doesn't even work.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Outcome. Not looking good. Not looking um, good. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think Billy had a lot easier um, of a choice. Definitely. There's no, I don't believe, because if they would have brought up like his mom and like, yeah, we can help you find her or something like that, he probably would have taken that instead of going the high route. So different circumstances. But um, at the end of the day, um I just love how they brought in like the seven deadly sins as like villains. That was pretty cool. Yep.
1: Um
0: like never have seen that and such a unique cast of villains, right? Like Yep. Obviously Mark Strong does a great job playing a villain, but you yes. know, having those seven deadly sins, that's I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: And add something and this technically you should you almost know that Course, Shazam was gonna give it to his siblings and then the seven fill out, right? Uh, right. I also think the how they use greed in there was nice to attack the father, mm-hmm. which we're not gonna show the clip, but we will put it up for a, a reel, maybe some of the murder of The murder, the murder. murder. <laughs> um, I think it's really cool at the end though, when mm. he Shazam actually gets uh envy to come out. Hmm. And then he ends up falling off the damn bridge or whatever. Can't fly anymore because he's a normal dude. Because the envy little goblin thing. Yeah. It's like that was good. He said, You feel worthless and feel that because you're so small and you can't even fight like the other sins. I'm like, Damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking shit, at- dog? <laughs> you're like, know Come at him. Like, shit. All right,
1: man. Let's yeah. We over you know, here bullying bad guys now? <laughs>
0: All right. well um since we were talking about it, let's go to the second scene the murderous rampage um my favorite scene it actually reminded me a lot of spider-man 2 with doc Ock i don't know if you remember that scene um where like uh he first gets like the tentacles and they're trying yep. to like surgically take them off mm-hmm. and then those like the arms just go crazy, start murdering all the doctors and nurses in there. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Um, a little bit. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so in the second scene, he's finally about to get his revenge on his father for all those years of torment and just talking shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, belittling. You know he is dead, belittle the hell of him. He's not even on the board of directors of this company.
0: No. Like, even the security guard was like, who are you? Like, didn't know him at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then even after in the car scene, right after he got back from the temple, his
1: dad was just like,
0: that is enough. You are like the worst child ever.
1: Yes. Like, damn, dude. Just goes off. So he's been getting mentally and emotionally abused his entire life. And so thus comes somewhat of the origin story. So Mm -hmm. that's his trauma. Right. And, but then, you know, the other boy, he has this trauma too, where his mom leaves him. So, right. I, so I'm kind of confused on why he went so bad, but I'm not confused. I mean, we're going to get into that. But I'm like, I still, as a young boy, there's no way he had all this evil in his heart. Right. If we're going back to the first scene, but now in the second scene, well, shit, yeah. now he's pure evil now. Yeah. I
0: mean, I think, like you said, I think it's just a buildup. Like his environment around him was just such a negative one. And then after he got back from the temple, it just kept on building and building. And you could even say that he might have even blamed himself for the car accident and everything like that. So not only are you building anger, but then you're also building like um, just even more resentment, I guess, because now your father hates you for him losing his legs and stuff. So
1: I would assume also some of the obsession would be uh, he did touch the orb. And thus, mm-hmm. I would assume that, that maybe that perseverated in his head and thus yeah. drove the uh, right the neuroticism. So that could be it, too. Uh, right. You still saw the images. Right. That scene, when he confronts his dad, I was actually kind of like happy because, like, fuck his dad. His dad was uh, a piece of shit. Yeah. And his brother looked like the biggest turd. Like how he goes to step up to him or, like, in the chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, back up, bro. They, they, they just, like, all oh, right. He just looked like such a bro.
0: Calm down, thin hair. All right.
2: What's yeah. <laughs> I was like,
1: what, what's going on right now? And yeah. he's like, you don't need to make a scene. Like, we're, you know, you ain't even supposed to be up here. I'm like, wow, y'all really hated this you little kid. Yeah. Um, and then he throws the eight ball at him. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to throw him out the window. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, spoiler right we're not going to show it on here but there's a chance that I might put on a reel uh you know one of the sins greed go ahead and eats the dad and beats him up so intense scene where the vengeance is taken
0: yes um and still like I said man that that one dude who played Lex Luthor's dad he knows how to play DC villains like <laughs> Your evil dads apparently,
1: yeah, Um, abusive
0: fathers. Yeah, he really knows how to play an abusive father. (laughs) That's not the case in real life. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, I think still touching on that point of him just it just festering inside of his head. Uh, Do I? I think the Seven Deadly Sins obviously like multiplied everything, and he became even worse. Um but let's be honest i mean he was trying to find that temple for all of, like most of his life Yep. so he was obsessed with that and he knew what he was going to do when he took that eye he was well, like was game time yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you
1: yeah
0: there's a <laughs> list of people, people i'm
1: gonna kill yeah it's like yeah. uh do i have this in an excel sheet somewhere how which order should i go oh, it's <laughs> like it's like when you want to watch Star Wars. Do I kill them in chronological order? Mm. And like, what order do I kill them? <laughs> yes. How should I do this? <laughs> this is... this is. I think we're giving people ideas. We do not support any harm to no. anyone on this
0: podcast. No. No. Yeah, we should have probably said that first. Like, don't kill your dads um, or yeah. siblings or yeah. anybody. No, one.
1: Just, no, don't bite anyone. Don't. Yeah, yeah. no. Peace, Jesus. love,
0: and positivity. Yep. That's what we want here um so i kind of want to get into why did you pick the third scene
1: so i thought the third scene tied it all together it, okay. it's it's them confronting each other it's like hey man i know how it feels he's trying to reason with him i know right. how it feels to feel worthless to feel neglected to feel ignored forgotten i okay. i know i know and he doesn't know that right his mom thought he was nothing and left him right because he just found that out a few scenes before this Uh, Mm -hmm. so it's a horrible thing right he knows and he's trying to you know empathize with him hey man like they're using you these sins they're using you all this anger and resentment hostility your father it's polluting and corroding your mind and you don't want to do this
2: Mm
1: -hmm. i have that talk with clients all the time you don't want to do this the whether it be school whether it be self-harm whether it be you know this other thing drugs alcohol whatever that negative thing is in their life you know you don't want to do this Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I can therapize it and I so, said well since we touched all scenes I can technically just get into therapizing this now yeah. um, I was talking to a human I said you know you already know what you want to do you, you don't want to be in school anymore. No you already know this everyone knows this everyone suggests this I told you this last year you looked me in the eye I said you should quit mm. actually specifically I said I hope you fail this major exam this big big thing to continue in, in grad school. I hope you fail this exam because then you'll be forced out. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, you know they did well, so <laughs> uh, they stayed. And then and, and so then we talk about it. You know, you know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And the goodness and all the joys inside of you are dying every day. And now you come to me, and what do you want me to? You want me to force you to stay in school? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You know what you need to do. To actually live a happy life. Now you can let the misery in school and all that shit weigh you down. Like these sins weigh you down. Because of shame Mm -hmm. and guilt. And I'm going to feel like an idiot. Or I'll be embarrassed if I don't graduate school. Or people will talk about me. Fuck these people. You're never going to see these people again. What good does that do if you commit suicide? You got two choices. It's very simple in my mind. It's two choices. You go live a happy life. Maybe you're making less money, but a happy life, alive, or you stay in misery. But there's that shame, that guilt, that embarrassment that weighs us down, like him. Embarrassed by his father for so long, now he's coming back with a vengeance. Now he's coming back to take over. Now he's coming to show people who he is. And I got students like that too, man. I need to do something big and great. I need to do this, this, and that. And then they... Come back to me later on and like, I didn't do none of that shit. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like, what's right. the point of life? I should just like quit and drop out of school. I'm like, no. The statistical odds that you were going to be like a professional athlete or a Nobel Prize winner are slim to none. Mm-hmm. Awesome dream to have. Also, that sets some realistic goals and expectations of the trajectory in life. That way, every time you fail, you don't feel like a piece of shit that deserves to die. Right. You don't feel like your parents are going to think that you're worthless and then kick you out of the house or out of their lives because you got a C or because you didn't get a certain job with this one company instead of Google. You're still making $90,000. Motherfucker, I was still in poverty when I got my first job. You're making ninety yeah. k. you will be all right. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: But my friends, so Mark Strong, Thad in this show, why, mm-hmm. why are you worthy? Why are you? You're just a boy. I was a boy. He said I wasn't, I was nobody. I I didn't deserve it. Mm. So, another reason why I thought we could pick this scene is the competition between us and our peers. Mm. I do it. We all do it. I don't give a shit who you are. We look, we see, we're watching who, what they got, what they got, what they doing, huh? Right. And then you're comparing yourself to this and that. And sometimes it sets in. Why they got these clothes or, or they lost that weight or now they got a kid. Yeah. Shit sets in. And so that competition can also start up some greed, some envy, right? Some yeah. hostility. I feel like his character, that is is very relatable, other than all the murder shit. I feel like I'm always saying that now. Other than all the murder shit.
0: I know. It's like we do it with Vecna, we do it with so many people. We're just like, you know what? He had a point, but. You know,
1: but. Venom, when he was not for, yeah. for the murder. Yeah. For the murder. Yeah. We got a lot of Thanos, except for when he was murdering and genocide, you know. He was a yeah. good guy. He just, you know, just won half the population away. That's he, it. he was a father. Was he? I didn't say good. I just said he was a father. Fair
0: enough. An adoptive father.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yeah. So that's some of the reasons why I picked these consecutive clips, is because of right. all that shit and chaos. Yeah. Um, right. You know, this is the part of the show where me and you start talking about some of the things and how we're therapizing and looking at it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you've been there. Yeah. Right. I'm sure even now in the job market or before in the job market, maybe in class, maybe in ball. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. shit just sparks up Uh, even like when we're playing sports we get competitive but there's and then sometimes we get like angry competitive and then that fucks everything up
0: yeah so there's
1: there's so many different ways to take these clips it is and to take thad's experience because fyi everyone Mm -hmm. most people feel like thad and shazam in this they do yeah very insecure very scared not knowing what the world's going to bring, wondering why they don't have this instead of that other person. I'm like, shit, that other person ain't got nothing either compared to all these other people. And all those other people with all that other shit, they're still depressed. They just don't tell you they are. Right. Uh, So if you heard all that and then you're like, well, fuck, what's the point of trying? Uh, Don't take it like that. I'm just saying (laughs) don't compare yourself to everyone else. Everyone's kind of sad and insecure. So just be comfortable who you fucking are.
0: It would have been cool if Thad and uh, Billy kind of got together on that, because they both technically didn't really have families. Um, And, you know, and that's kind of the thing, right? Instead of, like, coming together and being like, hey, um, I've been in where you are. Different situation, obviously. Um, But still, his family didn't want, but neither of their families wanted them, really. Question. Question. Yes.
1: I feel I feel like I want to ask this cuz I feel this is a good direction. Go for it. Which situation is worse, having a father and a brother that mentally emotionally abuse you for your entire life or having a mother that just leaves you and dumps you? Both are mm-hmm. horrific.
0: Yes. Both are pretty bad, but for me, um Billy especially, he got very lucky cuz a lot of people in like foster homes and stuff, they um get into really bad situations yeah, and um i felt like with Thad, he had the tools to really um you know to not be in any situation like that he probably still got supported somewhat by his Pri- privileges dad or... i would assume yep. um he had probably some connections because of that um I but um Yeah, that's a tough one, because honestly, Billy, I probably wouldn't want to be in his situation because he still doesn't have any tools at all. He's still um, going home to home and he's trying to find somebody um, that doesn't want him. Obviously, he doesn't know that yet. But um, yeah, I think I would probably pick Thad because he had a lot more opportunities um, to get ahead in life while Billy didn't have those opportunities at all. And If, you know, I mean, we can make this a racist if we want, but, you know, if he was a young black kid in the system, probably wouldn't have done any of that, probably wouldn't have been in that grave of family, most likely. Um, But maybe he would have, I don't know, because they have a lot of diverse people in that home. So I don't know.
1: True. And in reality, it's the numbers for kids in foster care is pretty bad. I think I can't remember the exact data for number of homes. I feel like the average was like eight to 12 homes that they're in over the course until they age out. And a lot of people age out with nowhere to go. Uh, So you're right. Man's got resources, support, education, money. I would not want to be either one of them mentally, but one is more blessed and privileged than the other. So I think your choice is correct.
0: And, but I do think though, mentally though, I will say Billy, um, I like Billy's mentality because he, um, just like that, he's determined by something. But it's a very uh, innocent... um, It's very innocent what he wants. He just wants to have a family with his mom. He's not looking power, vengeance, all that stuff. Yep. And that's why, you know, he got picked as a champion because he didn't want those things. He didn't want power. Didn't want greed. Didn't want to like show anybody up. He just wanted... You know, he just got it. He didn't he even want it, really. Yeah,
1: yeah. He wanted connection and love. Mm-hmm. Look at that. So sad. Billy was such a cute kid, too. He just was just he just was so innocent looking, so cute. He was. He was like, "Oh, my mom, yeah, you I love know. me?" No, that was that was tough. And but she was that in was an a abusive really relationship too, because sound like that dude was gonna really kick her ass. And oh yeah. I assume there's some drugs involved. Uh, it She did not look healthy. No. That yeah, was intense. Yeah. If we go back to that first scene, mm-hmm. I thought it could be interesting where I told you Spence is, you know, we get locked in these mental states. So, right, we're always trying to therapize these things. Therapize. Therapitize. Sunday night. Um, you go into the temple. Any scene mm-hmm. where he goes into the temple, actually the one which is quite funny, uh, with Billy, I'll talk about that in a second. But when Thad goes in there, right, and you got all this shit, this person's telling you this and that, and then you got all these whispers, and these demons telling you things, and they're saying this. And I life, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Insecurity sets in, doubt sets in, crippling anxiety sets in. I'm talking with my students. I'm like, oh, you're not anxious, man. You look pretty normal, pretty chill. Like, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, man, you always look chill in my office. You're like, no, I'm like a ball of like knots. I'm like, you look fine. <laughs> yeah. And then we slowly start breaking down uh, the chronological order and how they think and how they operate throughout the day. And I'm like, ah, oh, got it. So you're overwhelmed by thoughts constantly, and you're constantly predicting the negatives, few positives. So your anxiety is just being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You don't really so much as have the panic, but without the medication, then it does go into panic because now you can't fight the fears anymore, than intrusive thoughts. You can make up the scenarios with the meds, you can fight it. Right. Without the meds, ding, now you're in the panic mode. I'm like, okay, so that's why you look more calm in my office. And so my mentality is to start boosting up people's worth identity i'm doing this hand motion in the middle because it all comes from the right the middle mm-hmm. the core the core belief if your core belief is i'm a piece of shit, mm-hmm. then your thoughts will align with all of that and your actions will move forward with that mm-hmm. so in that temple the boy starts having intrusive thoughts about this and that he sees the orb his mm-hmm. core belief is that he's a piece of shit and he sucks, because that's what his father told him. And so he went and reached for the orb. Like you said, Spence, probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I can almost guarantee you in my young age, with the stuff that was going on, any whatever was the easiest route to gain some type of safety or security, I'm taking. Right. Right. Uh, good scene for intrusive thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For people that deal with a lot of different voices in their head. Not schizophrenia voices. Just... Voices,
0: and it's a little bit different,
1: lo- little vastly bit. different. Delusional yeah. thoughts and right and all that—that that, that's that's different stuff. Um, we're talking about this: the voices that you hear. Right. Is it you being affirming to yourself, or is it you saying that you trash? And then how can we talk back to those things? I had a human come in. Said I'm angry. I said, "Boy, you ain't angry. I'm looking at you right now. You ain't angry. I love fucking with people. <laughs> like, of course, I ain't angry right now." <laughs> Yeah nothing like being an instigator Yeah nothing like being an instigator He was like oh I'm just waiting for one day You wanna see me angry <laughs> <laughs> Boy I knocked his little ass out Oh huh? my god <laughs> Now what Paul <laughs> That <Now> what Little 12 year old kid What you think you're big man I think you're big man Big yeah. man, big man? You got some big pants on, don't you? You got some big old pants. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, so the human comes in. I'm angry. And they t- you know, the human talks about the traumas that they've been through. I'm like, oh, okay. So we get into it. And I was like, damn. Hmm. Ain't, too, ain't too often I go, damn. Right. Um, we did a scene... On mom, where she talked about ADHD and the therapist in that scene. For those of you folks who didn't see it, hilarious uh, skit scene on therapy and ADHD. Mm-hmm. Things like, hey man, that ADHD kind of saved your life. Mm-hmm. Like because of that, you were able to dissociate, not noticing things that are going around with you. Well, this human, I said, man, that anger, that hostility, that you talking shit, that you coming mm-hmm. back strong, it actually saved your life. Looks like it saved your brother's life too, because you took action when everyone else would have been scared and run. You handled business. The thing is, is now you always think that you have to handle business and fight. You don't have to fight anymore. You're in college, Mm -hmm. everything's safe. But you keep getting physically reactive like you need to fight. You're fine, though. Uh, Also, like the Steven Universe clip that we did, his body's so fucking traumatized that now he's just blown up into that pink ball. Yeah. So we work with humans on stop shaming the anger. I said, I got it too. Don't get me wrong. I got it too. That little ball, it's there. I don't shame him though. Nasty Nas is there at any time I want him. I don't call right. him a piece of shit. He, he served me when I needed him. Right Now I can have fun and play and be educated and smart, talk to you. Right, I have a good time. Old mm-hmm. school Nas would have been like, oh, that's murder. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That all of us that, that...
0: on this podcast have some anger in
1: us. Oh, we, everyone <laughs> does. Everyone does. Yeah, it's true. Everyone does. And I'm going to genderize it a little bit because it is the thing. You know, women, they're not going to be able to show it because they're not supposed to. This and that, femininity, and that doesn't fit in where the men can let it out a little bit more. But everyone does. Everyone does. Mine came out the other day and I was like, so sorry for a dramatic pause, but I was like, am I about to hurt somebody right now? Right. Am I breathing hard? Like, Why am I making a stabby motion?
0: <laughs> why am I biting my bottom lip as I'm doing the stabbing?
1: motion? <laughs> In group therapy, we talked about being angry, and one of the people mm-hmm. was angry, and then the one person goes, Fuck yeah! Fuck that lady! <laughs> She's Jesus. such an instigator. <laughs>
0: Wow, starting a mob in group therapy.
1: I'm <laughs> telling you, man, my 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 baby ready to go in group therapy. And so we start going over technique. I know how to, you got to use your shoulder.
0: Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Those are on the podcast. We do not condone stabbing. We do guys. not
1: condone stabbing, but you should know the right technique. Jeez. <laughs> no violence at all. And everyone knows this in group therapy, too. If you're, you're so you're so all over the place,
0: don't stab. But if you do,
1: <laughs> twist. Well, you better do it right, because otherwise they're going to kill you. So,
0: <laughs> Everyone at home, if you don't kill them while you stab them, they're coming after you. So you just, better be able to
1: run. <laughs> you're oh like me. All right, mean, we got
0: to move on. Oh, <laughs> Jesus.
1: Okay, I was just trying to get to the point that... Stop shaming all these parts of yourself. They probably helped you in the moments that you needed. It's a big thing. You want to stop feeling like shit? Start soothing some of those things. Start being more kinder to some of those entities. If Thad could have done that before he got to the the big guys, maybe a different story, but now he's like locked in prison for his whole life. Other than that weird snail-looking fucking thing that talked to him. I don't know what that was. was. Caterpillar, I think. It would
0: talk. Um, Yeah, uh, you would think like if he would have had therapy or something i feel like though i feel like he was too arrogant to be in therapy if that makes sense that sounds like a fucked up thing to say but yeah i think it's true i think once you just you think that you're fine and that as long as you do this certain thing in your life and that's all you need to do and that's it um he neglected a lot of things in his life to really make him happy um you know oh, yeah. building a family or even just you know not caring what his father thinks I think or his brother. I think if he would have done that, then he would have been fine and just moved on. But he wanted power over everything. And uh power over where who? it got him. Oh probably over I think over you say his father, but I think over everybody though. You're true. You're right.
1: Over everyone, but it was
0: But particularly his father. Yeah. yeah. Cause then he could be like, What? Now what? Can't say anything now, because you um, did. I know. <laughs> even after, even after he died, he was like, "I'm gonna keep this going. Let me keep it going."
1: Yeah, you know, this feels good. <laughs> you know what? I like this. This is a nice
0: <laughs> feeling we have here.
1: Yeah. yeah. What? Total control. Total control. Which doesn't make any. Which I was confused. Is okay. So they were using him, right in Seven Deadly Sins. But like, yeah. How was it going to manifest? Was his body going to deteriorate or something, or he was just going to keep destroying everything because that's what they wanted him to do?
0: I feel like it would just. I feel like they, if they would have had, they were too weak to be on their own, so they needed a host. Yeah. And so, if they would have gotten the powers, then
1: oh, they would have been fine on their own. So right? maybe then they could have been.
0: Got they would have been. Yeah. They instead of having a host, then they could just be on their own, and he probably would have fucking died. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, instantly. Yeah, because the 7 yeah. would have took over. Yeah,
0: exactly. There you and go. they're
1: like, we don't need you anymore. So That yeah. makes sense now. That That's what sense. I think. That sounds correct. Can you imagine these gargoyles and Shazam outfits? <laughs> so is there enough spandex for that?
0: <laughs> like, damn.
1: <laughs> if, there is, muscly. <laughs> if there is, we're going to put different Spectrums podcasts on, on spandex.
0: Different Spectrums. <laughs> We selling merch, people. We selling merch. We sell merch. This is not a shameless plug. I have no shame in this. <laughs> buy your shit.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be selling it out my office. What?
0: Damn straight.
1: Yeah. yeah. You, you, you pass this semester, you buy some yoga pants. <laughs>
0: hey. By the way, go on to shop.differentspectrumspod.com to get your merch today. We have hats, we have shirts, we have bottoms coming soon. Coming soon. Um, <laughs> we have hoodies, we have crew necks, we have all of it. We have stickers, mugs, mugs. the whole shebang shebangabang. Hats. So, I just said hats already. Said hats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Color books. <laughs> it's
0: going to be our faces. Just draw us. Yeah. They rip it out. <laughs> Never look at it again. <laughs> Stab it! So much stabbing in this episode.
1: (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's just we keep doing villains, man. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not going like you know what? Let's do Vecna. Let's do. (laughs) Let's do everyone that got their feelings hurt.
0: Let's do everyone who's a serial killer and a sociopath. I'm telling you, let's do it. All right. I mean, yeah. I I'm. I told you before, I'm not very excited about this next Shazam. It, I mean, it could be good. It has Lucy Lou in it. So, could be good. Um, and I saw that Sinbad is in the movie. So, I love me oh, some Sinbad. Okay. So, um, but for me, after they kind of canceled Black Adam after one movie, I'm kind of like, isn't that like his main villain? Like, what the
1: heck? Because that's who mm-hmm. they were talking about unleashed the seven deadly sins was black adam yeah
0: yeah and he was the last member in the hall of champions yep um so that sucks and i felt like you know i felt like that i liked the movie personally um having somebody like the rock be a superhero i thought was pretty cool i thought Um, the movie was fine I, I liked it I thought it was good enough To where he should have been in Other movies
1: correct but... and then you bring In Superman you bring in Chazette, Whatever it could have went on
0: It would can you imagine Having those three in a fucking movie That would have been dope Yep dope So yep. um, That's why I don't I'm know who the hell like, fighting I, them Yeah no one <laughs> No one is fighting them Man um but yeah so I guess we'll see about that. Um That is what a what a villain. He's a villain. He's, I think he's probably one of the underrated villains
1: and probably in the DC universe
0: 100%. It's tough because you got so many good villains. Yep. In the DC universe, right? So
1: Yeah, he's so. A, a young boy that was turned. Mm. Mm-hmm. And every villain usually has a trauma background and then is is intense. And then he finds a way to gain power. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just in case if any of you are tempted, like my, some of the humans I work with, the anger did you well back then, but now in the professional realm, adult realm, it's not going to do well anymore. Cause now what are you going to do? You're going to hit your kids. You're going to hit your partner. You're going to fight someone at the grocery store over a parking spot. You're going to get road rage and then pull out a gun. I mean, it's not. That's how you end up in jail, or end up killing someone, or hurting. You. I mean, that's how you continue generational trauma. Right. And so, that might have had you okay for a minute, but you can no longer go into that as someone that's been in that, mm-hmm. as someone that's latched onto that anger, vengeance. I'm going to show you. I'm going to be good at this, right? I'm part of the reason why I'm doing this doctorate is this. Right. I mean, I'm mean, not even gonna lie. I, I can't wait to graduate. Uh, I posted a few pictures and like a middle finger to some humans, to society, to teachers in elementary, to teachers right. in my graduate school that looked at me funny, that said things, right. that tried to kick me out of my program in graduate school, the internship people. So the more I talk about it, I can name off hundreds of people that treated me like shit. Right. And if I focus, I can focus on all the people that really helped me out, had my back. The people mm-hmm. that I went back to after I worked for a couple of years, and I like, I wore this nice suit and I showed them how good I was doing and how much I loved them for giving me a shot because I got kicked out of this, this, and this. Right. I'm lucky that I was able to turn a lot of that round. I'm lucky that I met a lot of good people, a lot of good women that was like Nas. They're not worthless. I'm like I'm not. Uh, I think I am worthless though. It's said, bitch, man, I'll be working with students. And we do good work. And they always say, I'm so glad I got you, Nas, Mr. Mm-hmm. Zerka, and instead of those other people. They This one human a couple years ago said, I seen a white lady come out and then grab this other student, and I said, damn. I said, what happened? She said, I just said, damn. They're unlucky as shit. They got to work with that lady instead of you. I was like, oh, my God, did you just compliment me? Oh my god! Oh my god, Karen! Uh, um, human did that the other day, and I said, "You need to shut up," because <laughs> I started crying you instantly. You take it
0: well. Take no, the I did not, well.
1: I did not take it well. I instantly started no. crying.
0: You are terrible at taking compliments. You're just like. <laughs> same with like. I feel the same way with Dom. And he's time I try to compliment and she's like. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks.
1: I should give her some of my blood pressure medicine. It'll calm her down. Oh,
0: my God.
1: <laughs> I you, like Skittles now. People
0: say one nice thing. Oh, my Yo. God. Wow, you're so calm. Yeah, let me take this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, do not
1: condo- I do not do that. That was a joke. Sarcasm. Do not take extra medication unless told by a doctor. We are not getting sued.
0: <laughs> We've made it too damn far for this. Yeah, way too far. <laughs>
1: Uh but in all reality, man, it's it's tough, man. I grew up thinking I was worthless for a long time. I remember in graduate school being checked multiple times because my ADHD and mm. like I just said something and then people start jumping on my ass. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh mm. I didn't mean to say I didn't call someone by their title. I said, Hey, hey, Janine, or whatever the hell their name was. Uh and they said call them by their title doctor or this or that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not. Been an in internship where they're like, you're ghetto, you're unintelligent, you're just another bro. You're I'm you're just... too much, and that's too much. Why? Because I'm playing with the students. And I'm talking about Call of Duty. They don't even go around you, but they respect me. They're around me. I've got them all sitting in a circle, but somehow I get kicked out of the internship. Yeah, and I just grew up thinking I was worthless until. I'm not going to lie, homie. I probably thought I was worthless all the way until I was at St. Mary's. Jesus. Maybe a couple years in St. Mary's. I'm like, what's the point to life? Mm. Uh, and then you start connecting with people, and then they're just happy around you. Yeah. yeah. Like, what That's the so fuck? Weird. You mean to tell me that you're just going to be happy because you're around me as a human? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! How is this uh, real?
0: I can't believe it still. like, <laughs> Jesus, why am I still... <laughs> Am I still happy around this guy? What the fuck?
1: (laughs) he's just talking shit to me. I know. (laughs) I I do tell my clients that I said if we were actually friends, you would hate me because I would just be bullying you the entire time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. People don't understand. They're like, wow, you're so nice. Just wait. Flip the switch. You only want to
1: know him just so much. (laughs) (laughs)
0: He's a friend. Like, uh oh, better run.
1: Yeah. Better run now. (laughs) You know, you know therapy now. So I say this. And Spence, I don't know if you felt like that in this situation. You don't have to share that, but yeah. wait. Just because you feel worthless now does not mean that you're always going to feel like that. Right. Buy time. Find some good people. If you can't find some good people, you need to be one. You know, right? You keep stirring. If someone's, you always people are fucking with you and they're always starting drama and all this shit. Is it you starting to drama? But, but I'm getting away from that. Right. Just wait. Be patient. Good people will come to you. Maybe if you're anxious, we need to get you to start talking to people like my clients. They said the other day, I did your homework. I said, shit, I don't remember the homework. What was it? You <laughs> said, I talked to oh, someone yeah. at the gym. I said, good for you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They say anything back? Nope. Well, you tried. Only so much you can do. Trial you try stabbing hand. them? <laughs>
0: They'll get their attention real
1: quick. <laughs> yeah, you're talking now, motherfucker. Janine stabbed me. He knew my name. <laughs> he knew my name. That motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Spence. Feeling unworthy is a vibe. So I'm glad oh, yeah. that we did this pod, because I've related to a lot of this shit. Um, yeah. Mine of murder.
0: Oh. Yeah. I mean, I feel that, honestly. Yeah, I think I'm lucky, because my mom always, you know, I've always had her as support, yeah. but you know growing up i was i was a weird kid and i was always weird and i was always just saying things like just bluntly and everything like that and just being an odd kid and not being very shy i was also very very shy so um yeah i mean not being able to at least you know speak on how i want to um to people or on certain subjects sucks even to this day sucks because it's like i don't want to be like seen as dumb or anything like that um but at the same time i'm also like i don't care anymore like i don't care what you think because there are some people like especially like um sometimes i get going back to like the jealousy thing it's like Especially on like social media and stuff, you see certain people liking certain things, and then they don't like yours, and you're like, "Why don't they like my stuff?" And it's all like so technical and everything like that. It's all yeah, just we see it. We be thinking
1: about it. We shouldn't even think about it, but we see it. I know. That's I remember always checking on Snapchat who looked at my stuff. Yep, and then I'd be like responding to people's stuff, and then they don't ever respond to my stuff. I'm like, man, fuck you, man. I don't know.
0: I just had somebody add me on as a friend on Facebook. I was like, hey, never responded back, looked at it, never responded. I'm like, why did you add me?
2: Why? Why did you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that?
0: <laughs> I have no idea. It's so dumb. So dumb. But yeah, I think it's not bad wanting to get you know approval from some people. I think people that matter. Yep. Obviously. Um, but once you just keep on honing in on it and that's all you want is approval from other people Not good. yes once you become obsessive that's where it gets really bad and i myself get in states where i'm like obsessive about certain things um where they shouldn't matter but yet i'm still like just like thinking about it over and over and over again and i go through my head and all this stuff and like i can't get it out unless i either like talk about it or it just I don't know. Or if I just, you know, try to calm myself somehow. Um, it just goes into one of those states and it sucks. Sucks being that mental state of you just thinking about something over and over again. And that's where I think I can
2: Yeah.
0: And that's where I can think of like Thad, right? He probably has that he has that thought of being back in that temple over and over and over again. And it's just obsessive and it takes over his whole life. And that's where he is, you know.
1: Put it in so many other directions, probably could have changed the world for a better. And then, you know, he just, but he just couldn't get out of that cycle, that neurotic cycle of obsession Mm -hmm. of taking over and proving his father wrong. He went into domination. And that's also a masculinity thing, too, is a lot of us go into the want or need of, of domination. Mm hmm. Uh, I know I have arguments with some people or talk to some people and I said, you're not even listening. We're not even talking. You're just trying to dominate me right now. Right. I said, for what? Where's this going, this domination? Mm-hmm. Take it. Take the win. Fuck it. I don't even care. Um, where Billy, he's all about love and connection. And, but, you know, he gets shit on by his ma. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He wasn't rotten. So the other kid became rotten. Maybe Billy... There's a good chance Billy was going to maybe become rotten after his mom told him to piss off. I think
0: so, but that... if he wouldn't have had like his adoptive uh, siblings, yep, I don't think. I think he if he didn't have them, he probably would have gone down that road. Yeah, it would have they been were awesome, very bad. You know? Yes, they were very awesome. Also, with that, um, <laughs> it's it's interesting because he's just so turned off by um just love and affection overall because he wants to only have one person's love and affection and he thinks that he's going to forget about his mom that's why i think i think yep. if he accepts love from other people then he's just gonna act like um the love for his mom is just not there anymore and that's even more her.
1: guilt and shame because he gave up on mm-hmm. her yep you're right that's a good point to yeah. take yeah. so that's why he shuts himself off to everyone else stays on that one goal. Mm-hmm. man i tell you when uh, the little girl uh little black girl she's yeah. also the daughter um this is us she is the cutest fucking thing in the world very um, adorable. when when she uh they're in the school and she gives him a hug and he's like you don't have to hug me we're not even siblings and she gets mm-hmm. all pouty and walks away and i was like oh my god you hurt her, oh, I hurt her.
0: how could I... you do that you piece of shit go in the
1: closet stay in there. there i'm telling you um i i love the story arc of billy and shazam just in general and him gaining yeah. confidence i would like to see i i want to actually see this movie rarely do i get geeked up to see a movie but because this one to me was so funny and i enjoyed the arc right not something that you see this kid out of nowhere foster care right it's usually something else um mm.
0: Well, I mean, D.C. has a thing about foster kids. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Orphans. Any I thing orphan. about bad parents. Batman, Superman.
1: Yep. They're all orphans. Yeah. It's like none of us get love from our fathers in D.C. <laughs> no <laughs> fathers. Mom yeah. leaves you. They're either dead or don't like you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Every... All adults in D.C., good luck. Um, yeah. I, I I personally want to see it. Uh, I would like to know. I don't know. Are they going to have the other six coming back, or like the making yeah. good and all them? And
0: yeah, they're all coming back. All the kids are coming back. Um, and then actually, um, the older sister, she's actually playing herself as like the as the you know Shazam yeah. yeah. version. She's yeah. actually playing herself. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but they're bringing everybody back for
1: it. That was so long ago. These kids are all gonna be grown as hell now. They're
0: old as hell now.
1: Yeah, they're all like thirty.
0: <laughs> like Shazam.
1: Uh. <laughs> like damn, boy. Were you going backwards in time? Like, yeah. Back then, what the I, hell? you get know, facial hair? He was like, a... I almost said a funny word. You were uh. a small person back then. <laughs> yeah, and, this is the... and also, like
0: all their alter egos are fucking old now too. Yeah, they're all like decrepit. and
1: I'll get you Yeah where's my peltorin at Oh
0: my god (laughs) My hip hurts
1: (laughs) I ain't gonna lie man My fucking wrist is starting to like hurt now Anytime it gets cold out I can barely even move my hand I got the arthritis I'm telling you I got the the itis The (laughs) itis I got the beatus I got all all, 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 the (laughs) Yeah I got the Aspiness, the Tism. All right, all right. Yeah. All right, let's, let's end the show. Yes. <laughs> get into more, trouble. I love um, Shazam. I just want to do this show, yeah. and because the new movie's coming out, we figure we pump it out. We get right on that wave of popularity.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I'll probably see it, too. I mean, might as well. There's if no I find out it's the in. same
1: director, Spence, I'm going to go see it in the theater. If it's not the same director, then I might wait.
0: Fair enough. I mean, will be on HBO probably in a few months anyways. Yep. Um, but yeah. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Remember, hit those subscribe, like, follow, all that fun stuff down below. Down below. Right. Yep. Right there. Um, also, our website is up so please check that out we have merch on the site you just click on shop and then click on one of the buttons new arrivals which they're all new arrivals but you know had to make it look fancy um the most popular you know nobody bought (laughs) something yep um uh all this shit that popular (laughs) <laughs> and also uh tell us what uh what clips you'd like us to watch. We're gonna be taking a look at different anime shows. Um I think what are we doing next also? Doing we're gonna do this ratatouille and ratatouille. Ratatouille. we're
1: ratatouille. gonna do Attack on Titans. Uh yes. going we gonna might throw Dragon did, Ball Z at some point. Yep, we would like to get to Dragon Ball Z. We might do a little John Wick because that's coming out. And Wick, what's yeah. the Korean one we wanted to get to? With Dom?
0: Oh. Oh, um the Kim's convenience. There we there go. Is.
1: I was gonna say the show. 7 show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not gonna do that invitation. <laughs> um, <laughs> um so we have a lot coming down the line. if you have any comments, let us know down below. So with that, I'm Spencer. That's Nas. And this is the Different Spectrums Podcast.
1: Much love, people. I love you. Peace.